Hello, I'm Emma Louise Coffey and you're welcome to the Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. On this week's episode, researcher Emer Kennedy reviews the results of the short-term and long-term once-a-day milking options from the experiment at Chagas Moor Park. So in the last two years, we've started a new programme on once-a-day milking um, in Moor Park. And I guess what we wanted to do was look at, say, the effect of reduced milking frequency. So once-a-day milking, not only for the full lactation, but also for a short period of time um, at the start of lactation, which we've looked at. And in the future, we intend looking at, we say, late lactation. Um, so I guess if you look at some of the statistics around calving, like six-week calving rate has increased by about 8% in the last number of years. So the average mean calving rate within six weeks is 65% now, which obviously indicates that, you know, the spring period is going to be extremely busy and there's a big draw on labour resources, be it for looking after the cow or the calf. So we see once a day milking as maybe um, an option for farmers, um, something to choose so that they can reduce the the labour on their farms. And looking to the experiment in Moorpark, what sort of lengths of time did you look at once a day as as an option? So for the short term um, once a day experiment, like we have we have done this now for two years, so in 2018 and 2019. In 2018, we looked at four, six and eight weeks at the start of lactation. And then in 2019, we looked at two, four and six weeks. So I guess we looked at those varying um, durations because we wanted to see, I guess, mimic the, the length of, of the calving season. You know, you might be busy for approximately, like, say, six weeks or it could go out to, to eight weeks. So just to look at a range of different times to give farmers options um, I guess. And, and look it's, it's a really practical thing and you, you hear of farmers who will milk once a day for the month of February you know for the bulk of calving so you know it, it makes a lot of sense. In terms then of measurements you know you look at different variables within the whole system so what are you actually measuring um, within the, the system? So I think we wanted to take a full kind of a rounded approach to this. So we wanted to look at it in terms of milk production, but also in terms of its impact on the animal itself. So we're looking at milk yield, um, milk solids, um, their body weight, their condition score, but we're also looking at factors such as somatic cell count, mastitis incidence, um, looking at locomotion scoring, which is an indicator of lameness, um, also looking at, at traits such as um, udder firmness and milk leakage to see if the, the welfare of the cows is being impacted in any way by once-a-day milking. And and talk through some of the results. I, I think the, the obvious one people will say is, oh, well, if I only milk once a day, I'm going to severely restrict my yield or milk solids yield. Like, what are you seeing for that? So what we have seen is that there is an immediate reduction in, in milk yield and milk solids yield with once a day milking. So with the short term, you're looking at maybe about 22 to 24% um, reduction in your immediate milk yield and maybe about 20% in your, in your milk solids yield. However, what we found was that the cows that were on that short-term once-a-day milking um, experiment, when they returned to twice-a-day milking, their milk yield immediately increased and went back to the level of the cows that were milking twice a day throughout lactation. Um, So when we came to the end of lactation, what we found was that there was absolutely no difference in milk solids yield between any of the treatments. We did get a reduction in milk yield when we milked the cows for uh, once-a-day for either six or eight weeks, and that was in comparison to the the twice-a-day cows. So based on, on those results, 
suppose we would say that once a day milking for a short period of time at the start of lactation um, is really a viable option on the majority of farms around around the country because as we say you're not affecting your, your total milk solids yield um, throughout lactation um, but it's giving you that breathing space I guess during that early spring period that you only have to milk your cows um, once a day you don't have to go back a second time during the day. And I guess on a total side note from once a day milking um, you being the calf expert you know farmers will say I want to milk once a day but I won't have warm milk for calves for the evening what have you a comment on that so the biggest thing to watch um when you're once a day milking is that we know that if if um, you know the time from cal- as the time from calving increases, the colostrum quality decreases. So if you're only milking your cows once a day, um, you know there's big risk that the colostrum quality will be poor. So I guess it's it's a it's a decision for the farmer to make that maybe they they decide that they're going to milk freshly calved cows separately. Um, them, themselves or else ensure that they've tested quality and built up a store of colostrum that's available there to use. And then managing the main group of calves within the herd, you know, is there any issue with feeding cold milk in the evenings? There's no issue with feeding cold milk. Really what calves like is consistency. So if you feed cold milk, make sure it's kind of cold in the morning and the, the evening. Um you know, it wouldn't be great to be feeding warm in the morning and cold in the evening. So try and keep the temperature the same. But the only thing that you need to feed warm is colostrum. After that, you can feed um, cold milk. So looking at cows that are milked uh, once a day across a short term period, but whether it be two to six weeks at the start of lactation, were they lighter in terms of body weight compared with cows milked twice a day? Because the periods of time that we used were, were quite short in reality, do you know to see differences in terms of condition score? We didn't really pick up um, too many differences between between the cows. Um, I guess you know people would say go short term, uh, once a day milking improve the condition score, and then subsequently inf- improve fertility. Um, the cows are all in, in good condition score, so you know that wasn't really an issue. So we also measured the fertility of the of the cows on both on the twice a day treatments and the once a day treatments. Now our numbers were very small, so it's very difficult to to draw definite conclusions. And again, it's just the first year of the study, so we need to build numbers up over time. Um, in reality, the the fertility performance was exceptional for all the cows. Um, the not in calf rates were were very low, in that there was maybe one cow per treatment that was not in calf, um, and all the rest were so. And looking then, um, I suppose we, we've discussed the short term once a day option for farmers, but then looking at, I suppose, a bigger option that, that, we're, that we're discussing in terms of once a day, people are doing it for the entire lactation. So you've compared uh, twice a day, so the standard what we're doing versus once a day across the entire lactation. Talk through the milk yield differences that you've seen as a result of this. So in 2019, we had an experiment where we had a full-time once-a-day treatment and a full-time twice-a-day treatment and, and compared the two. Um, at the end of lactation, what we found was that the, the milk solids yield of the twice-a-day cows was high at 511 kilos of milk solids per cow. And in comparison, the milk solids yield of the once-a-day cows was 396, so almost 400 kilos of milk solids. We were getting a reduction of about 23% um, there between them. So really good production performance from those. And within the first year of um, once-a-day milking, you would expect your biggest decline in, in production that year. Um, and that from, from then, it will begin to pick up again. 
So we're going to retain the cows that we had in 2019 on one stay again for this coming season. Um, and we're going to milk them one stay again for the next few years just to see what the long-term effects are of, of one stay. I should add that it is very important um, to have really good grassland management. We would say that the, the, the key factor which governs the success of one stay milking is actually your grazing management skills. Um, for example, if if you were thinking of contemplating um, once a day milking, but you felt your grass and management skills weren't up to scratch, it might be a good idea to go and you know upskill yourself in terms of your grass and management before you go once a day milking, because you only get one chance every day to get things right. So really good grass and management and a really good um, herd management and milking routine is critically important for the success of once a day milking. And on that, just to delve into that point a li little bit more, you know, the main season can generally be mainstream now I say that and we had you know difficult 2018 but say in the spring and the autumn time how is a once a day herd managed like say do they get two breaks of grass or is it is it just one in in sequence with milking so that's going to be completely dependent on the weather really so you know when you start them off you're probably on 12 hour breaks but if the weather if the weather is suitable they can go on 24 hour um, breaks and once you get to the second um to the second round they can go on 24 to 36 hour breaks there's there's no problem and um, with that but uh, the key again is to maintain really good grass quality so you're keeping your pre-grazing yield between 1400 and 1600 kilos of dry matter per hectare um you mentioned some other traits that you're measuring such as udder firmness and leakage is there is there anything that you saw in particular across the once a day versus twice a day cows from from this perspective so what we would notice is that there is more leakage from the from the, the once-a-day cows and also their other firmness will be um, higher on the scale because obviously they have a full 24 hours milk yield when they come in. Um, so we're basically looking at it in terms of maybe a discomfort level um, to... to to see if there's differences be between the treatments. So as I say, we've just finished the lactation on that. So we're in the process of analysing that data um, for the full-time once-a-day treatment. But in terms of the um, short-term once-a-day, th there was no difference between between the cows and the same in locomotion scoring. So an indicator of lameness and possibly discomfort with their with their walking. There was no, no effect of the short-term once-a-day on those. And in, you mentioned locomotion. Was there any decrease in the instance of lameness as a result of a reduction in walking times and you know the commute from the paddock to the parlour? So in our study, um, we didn't see it, but that said, the distance that they're walking is quite short anyway, but say international studies would have shown, and other research work um, completed nationally would have shown that there is a reduction in lameness with once a day milking. And back to the, the other traits that you're looking at, instance of mastitis. So the cow is, as you say, she's carrying milk for a 24 hour period. Is there an increase in the instance of mastitis with the once a day cows? Um, so say during the 2019 season, we had five cases of mastitis in the twice-a-day cows and four cases of mastitis in the once-a-day cows. Um, really, when you're looking at the cell count, overall the cell count probably increased by about thirty to 40,000 cells and the, um, the, the average for the year would have been about 150,000. And I suppose, you know, we, we've discussed a lot of the, the, the traits in terms of production, you know, the animal metrics um, in terms of results you've seen in the once a day experiment. Do you think that once a day is a viable option for farmers? I, I know we've discussed it in the short term, but as a long term option, um, 
you know, as, as a milking process? I think there are certain situations um, where where it is definitely like a viable option. Um, you know, some of the questions that maybe if you're considering once a day that you need to ask yourself are um, if you're looking for a better work-life balance or if you find milking physically challenging. Um, maybe your farm has, you know, there's long distances or there's um, a difference in altitude. So, you know, they might be walking up steep hills. Um, and are you meeting the industry targets for reproductive performance? Maybe once a day milking might help um, achieve that. Um, or if you're finding it difficult to attract or retain suitable staff, you know, that might be another reason why you go once a day milking. Um, but I guess in the end, you have to ask yourself, what would you do with that extra time that you have when you go once a day milking? Can you put it to, to good use? That can be for lifestyle or it can be to do other jobs on the farm. That's great, Emer. I think we got a great insight to the experiment that's been carried out in Chagas Moor Park and we look forward to catching up with you in the future to see is there any change to the results. And that's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast. And my thanks to Emer Kennedy for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.